Sounds like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys, and welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. It's waiver wire ahead of the final week of the regular season, week 14. I'm your host, Kyle August. Appreciate you checking out the podcast. Of course, the Dynasty Warzone is a year-round network, so can make sure that you are subscribed wherever you're listening to this. But I, for one, am pumped to finally get one step closer to the playoffs because, man, this is when it all counts crunch time. I love doing the scenarios and figuring out who's in, who's out. Uh, this is a fun time of year. As a commissioner of a lot of leagues, too, I love throwing those out there and then seeing <laughs> just the pressure put on people. But we're talking waiver wire on today's show. So these are the players that we're adding ahead of the final week of the regular season. And uh, let's just dive right into this thing. There are a bunch of teams on by in week 14. So uh, those six teams on by in week 14 are the Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, Indianapolis Colts, New Orleans Saints, and the Washington football team. That's what I'm calling them still. So Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indy, New Orleans, and Washington all on by this week. So this is definitely a time where I encourage you guys to not only look at your own team and see what you need, but take a look at your opponent this week as well. I really will suggest, hey, you need to look at the team you're facing off against, but definitely look at the opponent that you're facing. One other thing you might be able to do as well if you are a playoff team and it will not hurt your roster to play a little bit of defense is take a look at the other teams that you may end up facing in the playoffs as we have some teams that have struggling quarterbacks, injured quarterbacks. Um, so I would be taking away those alternative options. Also tight end is another one as well. If there's some good tight end options out there, they're rare, they're hard to find. I would limit your opponents if you can. Again, do not hurt your own lineup or even your own depth. But if you have extra roster spots, uh, this is definitely the time to be looking to block uh, and also be looking to handcuff your players as well. It's an important thing to do this time of year. All right, top three ads, regardless of the position, they're all owned in under 50% of Yahoo leagues. At the top of the board, I'm going with James Cook. Running back Buffalo Bills is 24% owned over on Yahoo. And don't forget about this man. I know sometimes it's easy to forget about those Thursday night players, but James Cook has been working himself more into this offense. He saw about even playing time with Devin Singletary last week, but he's look effect he's looked effective. And the funny thing was, that as soon as they traded for Naeem Hines, Cook is actually the one that's been playing uh, and gaining fantasy value. So is Cook a starter right out of the gate? I don't I don't believe so uh, for the Buffalo Bills as far as for fantasy teams. But he's flex-worthy if you needed a pinch with six teams on by this week. But he's also a guy that I would not want my opponents to have down the stretch as well. So I'm adding James Cook. He is a high-priority add for me this week. I don't know, like if I'm sitting there, uh, with some fab money still left, I'm probably still going 60% of my fab money just, you know, on the off chance that, hey, you got you can't take it with you. So uh, not sure how many high leverage ads we're going to have here the rest of the way. So James Cook is somebody that if you want to continue to block your opponents, even if you don't need a running back, James Cook is definitely a solid ad this week. Cam Akers at number two is 46% owned. The roulette wheel that is the Rams backfield it landed on Akers this last week. And number three, Greg Dolgich. Tight end, 37% owned, coming off a top tight end scoring week for the Denver Broncos inept offense. Quarterback streamers this week, there's going to be some teams, not only those six teams on by, and you have multiple starters um, out this week on by. You're going to have some injured starters well, also banged up starters like Tua to be worried about. So 
At the top of the board, I know it's going to be a tougher matchup for the Jets at Buffalo, but I'm going to go with Mike White, the man, the myth, the legend, 18% owned. Mike White will get another start for this Jets offense. And while he is not a great fantasy quarterback, uh, he does has put up some volume the last few weeks. We saw it in the second half of the game last week, and he should be playing from behind against the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be a tough matchup again for Mike White, but I don't love the other streaming options. So I'm leaning Mike White. It's my top streamer. Again, 18% owned. Also 18% owned is Ryan Tannehill um, at home against Jacksonville Divisional Matchup. The This Titans offense has struggled a ton as of late. I really want Traylon Burks to be active if I'm going to be streaming Ryan Tannehill. But again, might not have any other better options. So Ryan Tannehill could be who you're staring down. Mac Jones coming off a little bit of an extended week on the road at Arizona. He'll be coming off the bye week. Mac Jones, 13% owned. This Cardinals defense is not good. Um, I do expect the Patriots to be playing behind a bit. So maybe a little bit of Mike White light, which feels extremely gross to say from Mac Jones as a streamer. And Tyler Huntley, the projected starter for the Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh, 1% owned. I definitely think Huntley has some upside with the rushing, but I just think what we even what we've seen from him at times last year, his ceiling is not there. And another thing to keep in mind, this Baltimore Ravens offense has struggled mightily in the last few weeks with Lamar Jackson. So now we're talking about moving to a backup Less than ideal situation for Tyler Huntley right now. Is that offense not clicking on all cylinders? Running backs, I mentioned the top two guys here just a bit ago. James Cook, 24% owned. Cam Akers, 46% owned. I saw somebody on Twitter. Apologies. Uh, can't give you proper credit here. But uh, they said the correct answer to the Rams backfield is probably let someone else figure it out. Uh, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. I think it's going to be hard to make a call week in and week out, especially when you look at the fact that this Rams offense will probably continue to struggle um without Matthew Stafford the rest of the way so Cam Akers at 46% owned is definitely a guy that I'm looking to add just in case they do go ahead and feature Akers down the stretch um and if he's on my team that's great but I mainly don't want him on my opponent's team Jordan Mason San Francisco 49ers backup running back 15% owned was the backup clear-cut backup behind Christian McCaffrey there was some question there on whether he would or wouldn't be that guy with Elijah Mitchell going down, but Jordan Mason, 15% owned, is a priority handcuff running back that should be rostered in every league. Ty Johnson, 9% owned. This is more PPR only. Saw six receptions last week without Michael Carter on the field. Bam Knight is still the lead back there for the Jets, as expected, but Ty Johnson played that RB2 role for New York, even with James Robinson active. And number five coming off IR, Mike Boone did play. Small second fiddle to Latavius Murray at 5% owned. I still like Mike Boone to work his way into this offense a little bit more, especially on passing down. And this week, Denver faces off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Game script should be in his favor if they do continue to phase Mike Boone into the passing game work at the running back position for the Denver Broncos. Wide receivers, not a ton to add here. Um, I have a man on this list that won't even be playing this week, but I think at the top of the board at wide receiver, I'm looking at DJ Chark. The rookie Jameson Williams was active for the first time, but only saw two targets in his rookie debut, but coming back from the ACL. So I don't expect Williams to have much of a role here down the stretch. And especially in these next couple games, he may see a couple more targets, but DJ Chark's looked impressive. Uh, he was worked back slowly, but over the last two games has definitely been playable and is the number two passing option for Jared Goff and that Lions offense. Number two on this list is Nico Collins, 29% owned. That offense is completely inept, but uh, Brandon Cooks injured last week in practice was a surprise uh, late week 
scratch. He wasn't even a Sunday game time decision. He was ruled out on Friday. So I don't think that bodes well for his prospects of playing this week for Houston. Nico Collins could continue to be the number one uh, for the Texans, but for fantasy purposes, that's maybe stream worthy as a flex this week. 29% on Nico Collins. Maybe a little bit more interesting because he's done enough to get you a handful of points here and there, but Kendall Hinton of the Denver Broncos, 2% owned. We saw Cortland Sutton leave the game early for Denver with a hamstring injury, did not return uh, in his day-to-day right now for Denver. So you can take a look at Hinton off the wire at 2% owned. He's readily available, um, but against the Denver Broncos offense, all of these guys are on not-so-great teams. That's why, they're on the, that's why they're on the wire. And Jahan Dotson, 15% owned. For the Washington football team, they are on a bye this week, yes, but Dotson did hit pay dirt last week, continuing to work him in as the number two wide receiver with Curtis Samuels seeing a few less reps at the receiver, a few less wide three wide receiver sets. So Dotson could be worth a stash for the stretch run uh, for Washington. All right, tight ends. I mentioned Dolch at the top of the board. Uh, Dolchich is a guy that we've seen him come show up in spots. That's tight end, baby. Uh, that's just what it is. So game script should be positive for him at home against the Kansas City Chiefs, 37% owned. Evan Ingram popped back on the radar last week with a touchdown at Tennessee, 43% owned. Harrison Bryant at Cincinnati. That one's pretty close for me uh, with him and Ingram. I was going back and forth, but Harrison Bryant only being 10% owned. We saw David Njoku not practice last week, was ruled out early uh, for Cleveland. So at Cincinnati should be a game script that should feature Cleveland throwing the ball and hopefully better efforts from Deshaun Watson on the field uh, as far as production as a quarterback. And Daniel Bellinger, five targets in his first game back after the eye injury at home against the Bears. 2% own is definitely stream worthy if you're missing your tight end this week or you're just tired of who you're playing. DST streamers, I know this defense is not very good. They're going to be on a short week. They're going to be on the road, but they're playing in the Rams. So I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders, 11% own. The Raiders should pick up a few turnovers in this matchup. I know there's a lot of things that are usually narrative-wise I don't like on the road, short week, that type of thing. But with this Raiders defense, I think they're good enough for fantasy when you're going up against a team that will probably struggle to reach double digits. Let's be honest here. Tennessee Titans at number two against Jacksonville. That one's going to be at home, 31% owned. And the Cincinnati Bengals at home, uh, divisional opponent as well, the Cleveland Browns. Bengals at home versus the Browns, 25 Percent owned. So again, Raiders, Titans, Bengals are your streaming DSTs for week 14, the final week of the regular season. So appreciate you checking out this show. Uh, of course, tons of great t- content from the Warzone Network throughout the rest of the week to get you ready for that playoff push and hopefully march your way into the ship here in the coming weeks through December. So I'll be back next week with more Waiver Wire. Uh, again, do not forget, this is definitely the time of year. It's totally okay to take a look at your opponent whether it be this week, your projected playoff opponent, block a little bit, use those extra roster spots if you can, because this is the time uh, you need every little bit counts because these matchups are going to be close the rest of the way. So until next week, catch you guys later. I'll see you.